Hello everyone and, and welcome, welcome to Base Babe Syndicate. I'm Chloe Chloe and I'm the Princess Raver and today we will be chatting about balancing shows and festivals and rave life with school and work and adult life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so first off we also want to apologize in case there's any white noise or background noise of the audio. We are only on episode six and still experimenting with the best mics and figuring out how to deliver the best sound and we will continually improve so we just want to apologize for that in advance. So we all know the struggle between wanting to have fun and go to your favorite show but you either have work or you have school or you have a responsibility that either keeps you from going or leaves you exhausted or stressed out. And in our case it never prevents us from going. We, yes. we figure out how to revolve around it. You buy the ticket and figure out next. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So this is especially applicable when you're older, as Chloe and I are both nearing the ends of our college experience and soon we'll be transitioning into having an actual job. So the timing of shows can be a big impact on your adult life, especially because shows are usually at night, they're long, and weirdly enough, at least in Pittsburgh, they're often during the middle of the week. Like, I remember people complaining because they were always, like, on Wednesdays, not like Thursday through Saturday, as you would expect. Yeah, and sometimes they've been on Mondays. I think that depends on where you live. You know, in the case of Pittsburgh, we're on the other side of Pennsylvania from Philly, so if they come to Pittsburgh on Wednesday, that means they'll probably be in Philly on Saturday. So it just depends on where you live when shows are, but that definitely is the case when you're living in a place that shows do happen in the middle of the week and you have to figure out how to maneuver around that. So that being said, a lot of the times you go to a show because of course you're not gonna miss it, and then you might have school or work the next morning. And I know I have been to shows and then been going to sleep or at least trying to go to sleep at 3 a.m. knowing I have to get up literally hours later to work and go to work. Yeah, definitely. Or, you know, coming back from a festival on a Sunday night oh and going to class <laughs> on Monday morning. And of course you're tired. Glitter like, all over you. Glitter all over <laughs> you. And of course you're tired like the night before, but when that post-fest adrenaline wears off and you're finally home, you are just exhausted mm -hmm. and dead and sad because the festival's over. You're there, but you're not really there. <laughs> yeah. I know that I've had many a time, and I'm sure you have too, where, mm -hmm. you know, you go to a show right after class, you go to class dressed all silly or, you know, makeup oh, all yeah. crazy. <laughs> um just preparing yourself and then you go to the show, you party, you have fun, and then you go home and you have to wake up five hours later <laughs> to go to work. Yeah, so that's another thing is trying to plan in advance. So a lot of times you have to get ready, like Chloe said, before work or class or immediately right afterwards. So I know what I do and I know Chloe, you've done it too, is like get ready and go to class. Mm -hmm. Kind of ready, but kind of hidden. Yeah. So I'm in grad school right now, so obviously I still need to look presentable. I can't be going in my rave outfit. But, like, I would, I did all my makeup, and I, it was for Sullivan King's drive-in. Mm. <laughs> so I had my fire makeup, and everyone's like, wow, your makeup looks cool. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> I had all my, like, hair extensions in, and I had, like, a jacket on over my outfit that was, like, <laughs> I know over what my you wearing with that. I'm so curious. <laughs> and then I had, like, my fishnets on underneath, like, sweatpants. So all I had to do when I got home was just whip that off, and mm -hmm. I was and ready. ready. With the tearaway pants, you just tear them away. <laughs> <laughs> you're ready to go. Literally. So then that way, like, right when I came home, I was ready to go. Yeah. It definitely is hard 
because of course the scene is made up of people who are in school and in and adults who are working and you know you have to find that balance which requires you know requesting time off or making sure that you get things done in advance and I think that it's so important when you're busy all the time and doing things that you have to do all the time to be able to give yourself those breaks to go to shows and have fun and enjoy yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think there's two things I wanted to touch on there. So, first of all, also, what can help sometimes is laying out your outfit in advance and, like, getting ready, like, right after class or work. And also, you said that a lot of this community is composed of people who work and go to school. And I think that's just important to touch on because a lot of people have a stigma against people they see going to shows and festivals and thinking that they're not responsible or all they do... Well, I mean, that's not a lie. All we do is go to shows and fest. Yeah. <laughs> but thinking that, like, that's the only thing we do and that we're not also contributing society and that we're smart and, you know... Yeah, there's that stigma of being, like, a hippie or, you know, a bad person or a mm-hmm. druggie, and that's just simply not the case at all. Yeah. And, you know... For some people, it's going to parties for a lot. For most people, it's going to the bar every weekend. And for us, it's going to shows and listening to live music. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that it does get a bad rap when, you know, that's not really the case. And if more people were involved, then I think they would know that. Yeah. And I've seen, like, in Facebook groups, sometimes people will post, everyone posts what your jobs are, and it's cool to see. Everyone is just, same as society is, accomplished in many different ways. So yeah, we have friends There's no who... difference between festival goers and others. It's just, for some reason, people equate people who go to shows and festivals as just wanting to go for drugs and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's, like, not true at all. No. And, you know, you work in healthcare, mm-hmm. and, you know, we have friends who are in medical school and in law school, and, you know, doing amazing things and... This just happens to be their hobby, and yeah, people it's might literally not just a fun it. hobby. I don't know why. I ha- well, I don't know. People just have such awful opinions. I think some of that comes from not just not understanding, yeah, and just seeing that these crazy experiences and these crazy videos, and like, what is going on? People are always going to have their opinions, but you know what? Doesn't even matter. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, because of that stigma, we all know that social media can be. A tough one when it comes to professionalism and finding jobs and looking for schools and you always hear from your parents and people that you have to be careful what you post and all of these things and it is a shame because social media is kind of like an abstract concept and I think people take it very seriously when it doesn't necessarily need to be that way but it does create kind of a dilemma when you're going to a festival or you're going to a show and you kind of have to be aware of what you're posting so as not to look bad to a potential job or, mm-hmm. you know, school, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, and I think one other thing, too, especially just being a woman, is anything that we post in general, but a lot of festival outfits that women choose to wear are really fun and creative and revealing to mm-hmm. others, and unfortunately a lot of people view that negatively, which I don't think is our problem to deal with, but I think it's just... One more thing that contributes towards this big societal idea that women can wear what they want to wear, and as soon as you post on social media... That makes you less of an adult or less of a real person and more of an object who is exposing herself, and I just think that that is obvious. Obviously, here at Base Babe Syndicate, we support women doing whatever Mm -hmm. the absolute F they want to do with themselves. Show your body, live your life, like these constraints that are placed upon women and what they can and can't do and wear and say is absolutely baloney. And it's as early as, 
well, I can, I'm just thinking of one particular time that I was just so shocked someone in high school, it didn't say it to my face, it posted on Twitter saying, it's a shame you're so smart and you're wasting your life on basically just like slut shaming me. Was it a girl? Or Boy. A girl? You know what? And I was like, all right, well, I'm really smart. You're right. Thanks for the compliment. <laughs> it is, it is sad, you know, it is sad that that's kind of what, not just boys, but girls are taught also. Girls are also taught mm-hmm. to have this internalized misogyny yeah. towards themselves and towards other women. And, you know, men can walk around with their nipples out and their shirts off and doing whatever they want. But when women do it, all of a sudden it becomes this thing where she's classless or trashy mm-hmm. or wants attention. And I just don't understand any of the logic behind that besides the fact that we have all been conditioned to judge women for everything that they do. Yeah, and it's it's the context of outfits too, like, I'm thinking men wear Speedos. We wear bikinis, but for some reason, like, a festival outfit isn't okay. Yeah. Even though you're summer hot and you're dancing around, you want to be comfy. That's such and a good cute. point. Yeah. You're literally It's always up. the context of the outfit, too. Yeah. You know? Also, like, sorry, but I'm trying to look like a dominatrix bad bitch out here. You don't <laughs> like it. I don't, I don't know. I don't step on you. I don't know what to say. <laughs> so going off the topic of content creators and particularly fabulous, amazing women, many mm-hmm. of which are content creators in the rave community, raving often comes with additional hobbies such as being a content creator or an artist or being a flow artist. Mm-hmm. So many different hobbies that come in addition to raving. So... In relation to this episode where we're talking about needing to plan around that, a lot of people are balancing many aspects of their life. Yeah, definitely, because then the balance becomes not just about going to the shows and fest, but the hobbies that come along with that. And, you know, some people choose to make that their full-time career, so for them, that is their their balance, is that they make that their life. But, you know, for us particularly, and I know for a lot of people that we know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a side hustle or a side hobby for them, and so they have we have to find a way to kind of work that into our lives as well. And I know I'm still figuring that out. I'm <laughs> I am not balanced right now. <laughs> but, you know, life happens, and I think one of the biggest things for me has just been understanding that I don't need to be 100% perfect. My goals shift, and if I need it, if I need a month to just figure my stuff out, then I need a month to figure my stuff out. And I'm not going to be angry at myself for not posting what I want to post and keeping on schedule when I just need some me time. So I think that's important for people to recognize, too. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, with my Flow account, and Steph and I are going to do full episodes kind of talking more about what we specifically love to do mm-hmm. with our, like, accounts and channels and things like that. But, you know, with Flow, I've, like, over the past few months probably since November or December have gotten a lot of growth on my flow account which is really awesome but it also creates this kind of like internal pressure for me to like continue Mm -hmm. posting all the time and I know that that's like an abstract concept it's not real and that's me but that's like I like to keep up with what I'm doing Mm because I feel like I'm getting momentum for myself and my creativity and all that stuff. And you do notice it too like I was posting on YouTube three times a week Every single week, and I was growing every single day, and then the past three, about three weeks, I have not posted at all. (laughs) Yeah. Then, you know, you notice there's not a change, and you're like, oh, well, like, this is missed lost time. But instead of viewing it that way, I'm just like, this is time I'm getting my life together and then coming back with quality content. Yeah, and I know that my stress about, you know, creating content comes out in the form of me literally filming things no earlier than 1 a.m. Like, I get ready. <laughs> okay, last night, filming yeah. at 2 a.m. Literally, I get ready, and I and I hoop for hours, and it starts at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. because that's when I get creative, that's when I have the energy burst to do things, and that's when I feel like I 
you know, if I'm doing that during the day, I tend to feel like there's other things I should and could be doing. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, in the middle of the night, you kind of feel like you have no responsibilities. So it's the perfect time to do <laughs> the creative things that you love to do. And I think everyone has to find their balance when you are a content creator and it's your side hobby of how to be able to create that content. I know for me what works really well is I created a whole, like, year plan and then I plan out the beginning of my month each month, so then I plan out the days where I will be filming my videos and plan that well in advance so that I have it in my schedule in advance so that way when the time comes I know that I should plan my school and work around it. Yeah, and I admire that about you. It's actually so funny because Steph and I are complete opposites in that department. She's very organized. <laughs> she writes everything down. She's got her stuff together, and I'm just like out here keeping everything in my head, my whole schedule is oh in my, my gosh, head. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, <laughs> acting like I actually have it all straight, and I definitely don't. I don't understand, because I will forget anything that I do not write down. I have a to-do list in my notes. I rely on my agenda, and I have since middle school. Like, I've always relied on agenda. And I remember earlier this year, Chloe was like, yeah, like, I got an agenda. I was like, what what did you do before? <laughs> it's like I just agenda in my brain. And I was like so shocked. My jaw dropped. I was like, um, okay. I was like, how did you get through college? That blow okay, that blows my mind. So many of my friends like are in college and don't don't use an agenda. I like you so okay, I use my agenda every like two weeks I'll write down in my agenda at the beginning oh of like what I have for the week and then I will write it down and never look at it again. <laughs> and I don't know why I do that. I don't know what it is in my brain that's just like, nah, you don't need to work, <laughs> I just don't. I don't know what it is. That's funny. Yeah. But so definitely in that department, balance is something that I could also work on. So but. in addition to another B, we have to balance and we have to budget. So we have to be able to work and save to be able to go to shows and festivals. And obviously this depends on every single person and everyone's lifestyle is different. Mm -hmm. But if one of your goals is to go to a show and like you want, that's something that you know you want to make happen, then planning in advance and budgeting is something to consider. Yeah, especially if you're planning something big, like a festival, you know, it comes down to you have to buy the ticket, which ends up being two, three hundred dollars, but then Plus you got to the get the fees and the camping and the travel and the food and like it all really, it adds up. And if up. you want to add outfits or buy any merch and just like the more leisure stuff associated with yeah. going to festivals. So you definitely have to... Hotels, know, just so many different things. Yeah, learn to, to balance and, you know learn to pick and choose what shows and fests you can and can't go to because, you know, when you're in the community and you love music and you love going to these things and it's what you look forward to most, it's so hard to not want to go to everything that you see, but for most people, that's just not realistic. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope that you are learning to balance all the things you love in your mm -hmm. life. If you have any tips, tricks, suggestions, ideas, Reach out to us via DM on Instagram or check out our Instagram posts and comments so that we can share our ideas with the community. Definitely. But we are so grateful for you all. Thank you so much for listening. And we are so excited for next week's episode and to chat with you some more then. Keep, Keep on headbanging. Bye, Vase Babes.